from the top. <laughs> Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour. I'm joined by my great co-host. Whose house? What? What? Run's house. Oh my God. That's Alexander <laughs> Volts on my second mic over here. If you didn't say what right now, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> just, just do that. I, I already fucked up once and we had to start this over because I screwed up. We should start it again a third time so I can do that and not say what and ruin everything all over again. I'm rambling now. Please stop me. <laughs> again, uh, I feel like rambling and uh, a, a little bit of talk is uh, part of podcasts. Ah, a little bit, but not a lot. I do it a lot. Anyway, <laughs> this <laughs> week we're talking about... Run DMC. Yes. Yes. So to, to backtrack, because I'm doing this in, in, in Quentin Tarantino order, uh, this is every album ever. This is a podcast where we listen to the full discography of a new artist every episode until we listen to the whole world of music, every album in the world. Obviously, we're never going to do that, but this is fun. Uh, I think we'll get there one day. One day we're going <laughs> to. At this rate. The very last album will be something by Buddy Holly or something, and then we'll finally be complete. Yes, well, uh, you know, we'll get to that Lead Belly episode when we're in our 80s. Please, please, I hope I die long <laughs> before then. Long before then. But anyway, I'm probably forgetting a bunch of shit I'm supposed to say. It doesn't matter. Who cares? We're here now. We're listening to Rum DMC. Thoughts? Uh, General awesome, thoughts. Awesome, awesome group, obviously. Uh, they weren't the first rap group, but they were the first to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. First to go gold, first to go platinum, first um, rap video shown by MTV, only rap group to play Live Aid. Jesus I'm, Christ. They've I'm been I, a lot. I might have say, first hip-hop artist to be discussed on every album ever. That's the most important thing. That's here. the most That's important the, one. The biggest takeaway, you know, we got range, you know, we're not just limited to classic rock, although we have been doing a lot of classic rock. I'm, I'm actually doing my best to mix it up. Every episode should be a pretty different genre. I'm do, I'm trying my best here. Also, you know, when you're new to this podcast game, you want you want names that are going to bring people in. Yeah, yeah. I will. I would love to do uh, just a hundred episodes on obscure psych bands. So would I, honestly. But man, they have problems enough getting their own audience to like their music, <laughs> let alone our. <laughs> take on their yeah okay and uh yeah it's a good it's a good exercise listening to a band's full discography i feel like it's interesting because i thought honestly i thought it would take up all of my free time just just cramming all these albums but i i go days without listening to any albums i i listen to other shit most of them listening to other podcasts <laughs> I, I but i still find a way to, to finish all of them and uh yeah, it, it's fun. It's it's exactly what I wanted to do with a podcast like this, which is have homework that is very satisfying and fun to do. So uh, if you have problems listening to music, then I guess you don't like music. And uh, that's I think it's yeah, and I think it probably it's, shouldn't be listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then again, there's very little music on this, to be completely fair. Yeah, at the end, you get, you a, get whole, a taste yeah, and true. then uh, you get like a minute of a few tracks. Yeah. Yeah. At most a minute, too. <laughs> Which is also why we can't be on YouTube, by the way. Like I, I've, I've heavily considered video aspects and all that, but there's just no way. Unless someone wants to give us some cheddar, some and, cheddar. Some, and some lawyers to help navigate these <laughs> YouTube legal waters. Uh, 
send all that to every album ever. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, if you have any suggestions for any artists you want to hear about, because we have a backlog of like a thousand artists. Oh, when I when I can't sleep, I'm like, who can who can we listen to? Dude, there's the list is astronomical. I uh, keep adding to it. Yeah. Good, because <laughs> I have not been. I mean, I had maybe one or two. But if you have any suggestions, shit you want to hear us talk about maybe a little bit sooner, we will definitely take that into consideration. Send all that to every album ever at gmail.com. And uh Anyway, we should probably dive into to this, the nitty-gritty of Run DMC. So uh, we've already pretty much set the foundation that they're, are, they're important. They probably... There's a lot of hyperbole, but yes, probably the most important hip-hop artist ever. Bold words. Yes, I... I, I don't disagree with that. I thought about it a lot. Um, the game has evolved and changed as all music should. Right. Um, but I also think as we go down this uh, run DMC rabbit hole, that it, it kind of highlights a unique problem where I feel like rock music is so stuck in the past and hip hop is this unrelenting train that this keeps going forward and it will leave you behind. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's it's not easy to stay on that train. Uh, Jay Z has had success with each album mm. staying relevant, so um, can be done. It it can, but it's it's very tricky, and especially at this intended. Tricky, tricky, tricky. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. At this point in the game, it's basically pop music. So if you're not changing, you're you're gonna get left behind. And almost to the point where I feel bad for older hip hop artists. Mm -hmm. How so? Uh, so let's say you're the Eagles or. Uh, God forbid. God forbid you're the, you're the Eagles or some classic rock band that's still touring. You can play arenas, mm -hmm. stadiums. Um, Run DMC, Eric B, Rakim, uh, Big Daddy Kane. Uh, you know, maybe a couple thousand if you're lucky. And they're fucking legends yeah i i give i like that um probably because we won't cover it because it's not related to albums but i appreciate that aerosmith kind of recognized what run dmc did for them right and then in the early 2000s ended up taking run dmc on the road kind of helped them out a bit that's pretty cool because I, I have a mostly distaste for aerosmith <laughs> i have mixed feelings about aerosmith Whatever. We're not talking about Aerosmith today. A little bit. A little uh, we'll bit. get to more Aerosmith, obviously. If you've ever heard of Run DMC, you know what we're talking about. But I guess we're going to start. Self-titled, Run DMC 1984. I never noticed that breathing until the headphones yeah, same. right now. Yeah, I didn't notice until right now. <laughs> so many things happening. Yet kind of minimalistic. Dude, I fucking love this song. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's so dated. <laughs> I, 
I like it. I fucking like it too. All right, let's let's, let's start talking. Let's start talking. What do we got? Okay. Um, I feel like unintentional. So that is a dated song. It's still good. I yeah, I agree. Um, what you're hearing throughout this album is the Oberman DMX drum machine. It is prevalent. It is powerful. It is very distinct. Yes. And um, it's Run DMC is interesting because that song is totally something that like uh, Grandmaster Flash could have done. And then so you I'm assuming at the time, you know, you throw this record on, you think you're getting kind of more of the same. And then uh, Rockbox comes on. And you're like, what the what the fuck? There's not supposed to be guitars. Yeah, there's guitars. And yeah, uh, Rock Box is one of the greatest okay, songs, so, I think. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Not a fan of Rock Box. I fucking hate Rock Box. I, oh, man. <laughs> and here's the, that is the only song on the album that I don't like. I like this album a lot. Whoa. I absolutely fuck. It's just a generic ass rock riff. <laughs> it's just, it's a bland. I get it. it's important yeah. historically. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. But it's just a generic ass fucking, it's boring. See, I, I'm a fan of rock box. I kind of, what's, the, I'm trying to think of how to describe how I feel about the, the guitar run. D I just feel like that's such a part of the run DMC sound. And it's the part of the sound that I don't like. Oh, <laughs> because man. Because I, I love Run DMC, man. I, this is a inside baseball here. This is the first, uh, the first artist on this podcast where I went in completely cold. I only know the hits. Yeah. I've never heard a single album, and I came out a fucking fan. I love, I love them. That's great. But I just don't like the rock shit. I don't like it. it it's important. I get it, but it sucks. It's like compared to actual rock bands, it sucks. <laughs> I don't know. It works. It works for me. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I wasn't expecting to def defend the most prominent uh, element. <laughs> what Run DMC is known for. I wasn't prepared for this. You weren't prepared for me, my friend. No, I wasn't. Um, I, I should say a lot of people think like the the rock and roll idea was was uh, Rick Rubin who comes in later famous producer oh uh, yeah he's I, like i don't know what he's done lately so uh I'm, he's done so much that I, I give him a pass a hall pass for goddamn anything sure but um so the person responsible for this according to dmc is a man named larry smith who was prevalent on a lot of produced this album along with russell simmons they're like what mark Martin Campbell is to the Beatles. Interesting. They are like the unofficial Run DMC members who had a lot of say and really helped define who they are. Really? Yes, because if it wasn't for Russell Simmons, uh, brother to uh, Run, mm -hmm. know, I, I, I mean, you're a fan of music, you should know Russell Simmons, Def Jam. Uh, I think he... Did the clothing line Fat Farm uh, in some legal troubles these days? Is he now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, side note: I saw him at a D'Angelo concert, and he seemed like the nicest man ever. Really? Yes, he was buying everyone that he knew. Not like everyone. He was buying <laughs> everyone he knew drinks because uh, he has fucking money. 
Mm-hmm. Um, very late, Diddy walks in. I'm like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> like, I'm not even paying attention to the concert. Like, Diddy walked into the room. And he, the man proceeds to sit down on a chair, and he's such a stone-cold pimp. A woman comes up to him, and he's, she just sits on his lap. Of course. Russell Simmons, because he's a gentleman, brings her a chair. Oh, or I thought wow. it, I thought he was a gentleman. Oh, what, wait, what did he do to the chair? <laughs> oh, no. Well, he just got, he got. He started fucking the, the chair, yes. and then she sat on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so these are the masterminds behind Run DMC. Um, also, at the time, you know, there were a lot of groups. They had numbers in their name, you know, like uh, Trickster 2, Grandmaster Flash, and the Furious Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Run DMC wanted something like that. And uh, Russell's like, nah, you guys, I don't know where he got it from, but he's like, you're going to be, I know he got DMC from the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's like, you guys are going to be Run DMC. And they're like, this is so stupid. Uh, you know, a lot of things that they, they said were stupid that they ended up being wrong about. Uh, I'm not going to jump the gun too much, but the point is, if they were left to their own devices, they would not have been. Yes, we, this. we were talking about this before the podcast is like, uh, you can be a genius, but even geniuses need someone to, to reel yeah, you in. to guide that electricity. Yes. Something. So Larry Smith and Russell Simmons were definitely those guys for, for Run DMC, as talented as they are. Um, yeah. Also, you know the style, the track suits, the yeah, the hats. Yeah. Uh, if you look up, you know, like older rappers, they were like village people or like glam rocked out. I think it's cool. Like, yeah, like the fucking leather. Like they look like they're in a metal band. Yeah. Or, and yeah, but Run DMC's like, no, fuck that. We're <laughs> more grounded. Uh, we're more grounded music. Um, grounded style, and I think that's why people gravitate towards this record. It's real good, and, and as someone who did, as usual, no research, I don't know anybody's fucking name. Uh, I just listened to it as an album a few, oh. a few like four times. I, I well, it's it's real easy. There's only three guys in the group, and only well, only two of them rap. Yeah, yeah. So the DJ Jam Master J, Jam Master J. Okay, and a lot then of songs the ra- named after him. A lot of saying of his name. Yes, I mean I guess that's rap. Run, <laughs> run DMC and Jam Master J. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's it's. I mean it came out '84, so it's embryonic as fuck. There's there's like there's no baseline. I mean the only actual line of music is rock box, which I don't even like. Everything else is just drums and rapping. Yeah, uh, hip hop. Like I said, proud it evolves so quickly and it's still fairly, fairly new in the scheme of music. Yeah. And yeah, the, the, it wasn't what it is today. Like Absolutely not. Sampling wasn't really, it was a bit, you would, you would take beats, but as far as like tweaking it, we're not there yet. Yeah. This is, it's just so stripped down, but it, it, it works so damn well. And because they're all mostly just the drum machine rapping, they all kind of sound the same. They're all just, they flow into each other really well, even though they all have the same kind of tempo too, which it's very samey. It's not a long album. It's a really, yeah. I don't like, know. I like that about it though. Like I said, I think when you have a drum machine and you know, your access is the records you own. Yeah. Yeah. Your hands are tight a little bit, but um, Run DMC are so good at rhyming. Like, you know, they could probably just rhyme over like the simplest, like yeah, 
like uh queens we will rock you like they could just rhyme over that and that's it, fine it's fucking great yeah. i mean i got i do have to mention uh the song 30 days which is so damn cool and it it's it throws I'm in a melody you liked it really I fucking love that song. It's I, up, up to I, my all-time favorite 30, DMC songs. I feel like 30 Days and Wake Up, if they were this a little shorter. The I, songs can drag a little bit, yeah, to be I, fair. I do like 30 Days is very clever, like talking about yourself like you're a product. And if you don't like it, you can return me in 30 Days. It's, it's so <laughs> it's, cool. It's fun as fuck. This yes. is a fun-ass album. I like it. It's it's very clearly dated. It's it's funny as hell. I laugh when I listen to it, but it's fun. I like it a lot. Yeah, I think, you know, Sucker MC's uh, Hollis Crew, Rockbox, awesome. I gotta say, I never knew how much uh, Sucker MC's were a thing. Like, how, how important of a topic of conversation they were back in the 80s. Every uh, other person was a Sucker MC. Well, yeah, Run DMC... Um, Depend, I guess, also started. That's like the first dish track, I think. Ooh. So yeah, they're juicy. Yeah, they're throwing down the gauntlet, and it's so funny. It's so tame. Oh yeah, no, yeah. But it's it's still mean. It still <laughs> connects for me. It's the intent that matters. Yeah, when you I, got yeah, when you got sure. like those two guys like bouncing off each other too. What you don't really hear in modern rap were they'll like say a line and then someone else will like come in. Yeah. It's such a powerful tool that is not utilized in, mm-hmm. in modern rap. I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the dueling, the dueling MC thing. I mean, that's kind of what they became known for the back and forth banter almost of the rap. Uh, that's damn near gone forever. Not forever, but I haven't heard it in a long ass time. I guess part of it is there aren't really like rap crews, you know, I guess Migos. Um, I don't want to talk about Migos. Okay. Though. No, let's move on quickly. So anyways, good album. Nice start. Very 80s. I like it. Whatever. What? We're on to the next year. This is 1985's King of Rock. I'm the king of rock. There is none higher. Sucker MCs can call me sire. See, another sucker MC. Another one. Yeah. I'm going to let you kick this one off. Say some things. I love that song, obviously. <laughs> it looked like you were enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it's one of my favorite like Run DMC songs. Really? Yeah. Um, still, a lot of that uh, drum machine it's on this, this album. Yeah, it's the same drum machine. Same exact sound. Um, what song? You Can Rock It Like This? Great song. Okay. Written by a 16-year-old LL Cool J. Oh, really? Um, this is your also you can rock it like this first taste of Rick Rubin in the mix. Mm-hmm. You know, put on a little bit of that because I need a, a memory a reminder. Jump. Yeah. Oh great little synth. Yeah. Shit. Man, that is so goddamn 80s. Boop. 
Okay. Uh, so my thoughts about this album. I didn't like it. Whoa. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. I, I really didn't. <laughs> Were they talking too much? That song is ironically long. It, like, it never fucking ended. I also put that oh, on my... Oh, boy, you never shut up. You talk too much. I also put that on my notes. That you talk too much is ironically it's too long. It's too fucking long. Man. It should be a two-minute song. It should, they have two-minute songs. There's no excuse. It's so long. Okay, first of all, okay, it's like the last album, but they're trying more shit. You got a little reggae song on here. Hate reggae, so I don't like the song. So th- there was no. Uh, this was like the, the the filter album. They're trying all kinds of shit to see what is the best for this group, and so much of it I fucking just can't stand. I appreciate how spacey and experimental it is. Doesn't do it for me. Don't like it. I I noticed that doing this podcast is a lot of second albums. The bands are always so far in a, like a weird place. Yeah, like. They've either like hit it out of the park on the first album or they're growing or man, that sophomore slump. Is yeah. A, it's not a joke. No but, joke, man. But I like the King of Rock. Uh, I this the album or the song? Both. Okay. Because I don't hate the song as much as Rockbox, but goddamn, <laughs> do I, it's close. You know, it's it's just the rock thing. Like I. If I want rock, I'll listen to good rock. If I want rap, I want rap. <laughs> Here's the thing. Is that sounded pretty kind of segregated. I didn't mean that. <laughs> yeah. It's real close-minded of you. Here's here's the thing. At the time, I coming off that first album, they were trying to be like audat, you know, audacious. This what is an absurd like statement we can make? Mm-hmm. Like this really rile people up. Yeah. It's very obvious they were the kings of hip hop. You don't need to say that. Yeah. But then it's like, also, it's kind of like taking it back a little bit. Like, we're going to call ourselves rock. Also, should that one be called the kings of rock? There's only one king. <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> Anyways, it's not. It's a ridiculous statement to it be is. made at the time, and I this I appreciate the balls of that. And, yeah, I get uh, it. If you look up the the music video, they're like in a little rock and roll museum. Um, yeah, I think they were this trying to rock it like this. <laughs> it's overall, I feel like it was significantly less accessible, less instantly catchy. Where the first album, all it needed was just the drum beat. And that you you were it was solid. This one they're trying more shit, and it somehow hurts it. This hurts this particular style, this really embryonic early style of rap. Yeah, I don't. I don't in know. my opinion, yes, in your opinion, yeah, <laughs> you know, I guess like that's your opinion, man. <laughs> I, whatever. Okay, so I don't know. I don't have much to say about it. I did. I. I I had trouble. Oops! Someone's getting a phone call. Someone's getting a phone call right here. Not no more. Not no more. You ignore that. Whoever that was. Uh, this one, I actually had a lot of trouble getting through it. Like I didn't go back to it. I went to I went back to most of the albums, but I didn't go back to this one. I don't know. It just it fucking dragged for me. Hey. Yeah, I think it's it's shorter. It's one of the shorter albums. Well, I'm eating my own words. All right, but um, yeah, I don't know it. It is what it is to me. Um, 
I was going to say, no, I'll save it for later. I just think like, I remember when I was younger getting into them and this like, okay, I can appreciate, I can appreciate what they did for the game. Fair enough. All right, let's move on to the the following year again. 1986, this is Raising Hell. (laughs) Powerful piece. Fuck. Yeah. So much shit is happening right now. Yeah. Uh, the production is awesome. Jam Master J is cutting it up. Just, you know, just being the kings of rock. Just being the kings of rock. This one, uh, see, I, I had a, I had issues with this, this album. However, I think this is their best album. Yes, I, I have nothing uh, controversial or different to add about Run DMC. This is their best. So we, we agree. Yes. Oh, we had a rough, a rough start. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we, came, we came together for this one. Yeah, I feel kinda, it feels kind of lame because this is by far their most popular. Yeah. But also the, they kind of have a short discography. So yeah, yeah. I gotta say, I think I have been the, maybe the only person in history that absolutely fucking hates it's tricky, like hate with a fiery <laughs> passion that fucking song. But by the third listen, I'm a fan. I like nice. <laughs> nice. Dude, you it, came around. It turned me around because it's a fucking stupid song for one, but it's. It's something about hearing it in the context of the album. It just, it's fucking great. And you, I, yeah. You know what that song takes me back to? What's that? Some PS2 era SSX tricky. Oh yeah. I played the shit out of that game. And I think that might, may add to like why I love run DMC because the game was called tricky. It's yeah. a no brainer. Let's get the run DMC track. I heard this question asked on a different podcast. Do you think that game would have sold well if they didn't have that song on it? I, it's hard for me to say. I played the first one. I was a fan of the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Because <laughs> we're talking about SSX hey, now. Man. It's officially it. <laughs> SSX, uh, which I'm sure a lot of people aren't aware of because at this point. Um, but yeah, that second game was so, so crazy. Like the first one was already crazy, but it was kind of grounded. And then the second one, this cranked it up to 10 made it tricky made it tricky uh what is there to say about this fucking album has been said like aside from my adidas being so goddamn bold and like it's the best corporate song ever made i think i they they weren't endorsed at that point that's funny as hell they just loved the they just loved adidas they're just they're like corn and yes all day i dream about sex <laughs> um i know I think they have like a lifetime deal with Adidas, but I'm going to go out and say it's not enough money because as someone who doesn't collect sneakers, um, you know, I'll buy shoes when I need them. Right. Uh, I have never fucked with Nikes. Ooh, really? And it might be 
most likely because of Run DMC. And uh, the best part about this story, Tommy, is that instead of a, of a <laughs> instead of a microphone windscreen, I have one of your socks on my mic right now. It's I, an Adidas sock. It's an Adidas. Not even kidding. Yes, it's an Adidas <laughs> sock. <laughs> I could just—they cost a dollar. I could buy a fucking windscreen, but nope, no. nope. The Adidas sock because I I got some Ultra Boosts, which are the most comfortable. <laughs> so we're becoming a, a fucking. I want becoming, yeah. This is I a want some Adidas also. money. Um, but yeah, like I love the classic. I think I went like five years straight this wearing like the classic Run DMC white. <laughs> I hope you had the fedora too. No, 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 no. I, I was the glasses. Just, I, I did have glasses at one point, uh, but yeah, I'm just like, that's such a classic shoe. If there's a way they can make the ultra boost look like that classic shell top white run DMC, take my money. I'll stop talking about <laughs> clothing and video games. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, that's part of run DMC. It is. It yeah. is. I, I, it's, it's what? No, go on. Oh, uh, I will say Larry Smith is not part of this. Now we're going oh, full, really? full Ruben. Okay. It's definitely evolved. Definitely evolved. Like the, the rap flow is, is just, it's, and you could tell by the beginning of the first song. Like that's it's, way it's so much more layers. And yeah, it's much appreciated. Um, and I'm sure like technology was catching up. Um, we were talking about this earlier about how uh, actual run DMC were not fans of things that made them very popular. They were not a fan of walk this way. No, they, they, I remember that story. They called it, I think DMC called it hillbilly music or something. Yeah. Like country bumpkins or <laughs> here's, here's the thing I was saying earlier, I have mixed feelings about Aerosmith, but I am very grounded in my feelings of fuck Steven Tyler and not as a person. I don't, I mean, he's kind of annoying as a person, but his voice pisses me off. <laughs> it's just, it's a dollar man. It's a dollar dollar Walk this way. Walk this way. It's uh, so the, fucking annoying. That second one was good. Thank good you. Steven Tyler. It's because <laughs> it's in, in Aerosmith, at least in the original Walk This Way, it's, there's so much band happening. This one, this, this iconic cover as is, as it is, as it is, as much as it is, Probably more popular than, Probably. than the original. But also way more of his voice is audible of his horrible annoying because he's not like a good singer. He just does that scream. Well, well, here's the thing. They were messing around with that record. Um, and then Ruben heard. He's like, you know what we should do? We should just re-record the whole song with Aerosmith. That's a good ass idea too. Like So fuck. I think that's why his voice and the drums and guitar are like get that uh extra punch in here cuz it's not a sample. It is yeah. a re uh re-recording. Probably also like one of the first intermediate level drum beats I learned to play. Yeah. Yeah, is it, it you know, as a musician or as a drummer, I think this is like the first hip hop album where I like sat down and I was like, oh, that'd be, it'd be fun to play along to these songs. Yeah. yeah. It's a fun ass album. I mean, I, I don't like the title track. Uh, I have mixed. Cause it's rocking. Yeah. I don't like it. Dumb girl has aged absolutely miserably. <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucking long and it's, it's just them talking. Like I was trying to follow the lyrics to dumb girl and it's, I guess they they feel dissed by a girl and they're just yeah. dissing they're they're dissing in return. Yeah, they're they're passing it back. 
And listen while I'm dissing because you're pissing me off. I don't know what song that is. I don't know. But (laughs) I fucking hate that song. It's just, it's long and annoying. It just goes on and on and on. Uh, But overall, it's it's hard to find problems with this album. Perfection is beautiful. Uh, I don't know who played the drums on that, but it's just drums. Yeah, exactly. They they don't need no fucking jive ass bass lines. They, they, they got, they, they're fuck. It's a good ass album. It's not my favorite. I I still have problems. Again, like the the songs I don't like, I really don't like. I I like every song on here. Um, I used to think you be ill. Ellen was yeah. uh, was stupid, and then I don't know. One day that lyric where the guy walks in. And says, is this Kentucky fried? <laughs> I forget what the filler is. And then he orders small fry, big Mac. You be ill. Like, I don't know. It This made me chuckle one day. And uh, listening to their albums back to back, I realized this is kind of an extension of the track on the previous album. It's not funny mm-hmm. where they do stupid things like get on a plane yeah. to L.A. and end up in like Paris or whatever. I forget what the exact lyric is, but now instead of like doing stupid shit and they're like, it's not funny. Uh, now they're calling someone out for doing stupid shit instead of them themselves. See that's, that, that is the definition of evolution. Yeah, there it is. These guys are growing clearly with their, with their lyrics, uh, and their, their entire approach. They're, they're evolving very well with the genre. And I, I, I think it's a perfect representation of that. Uh, their best, which is not a very hot take. It's, but still. it's not. They are also, yeah. Uh, if you're for some reason listening to us for educational purposes, <laughs> uh, walk walk this way made like they were already pretty big. Walk this way made them huge. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, obvious words. Anyway, <laughs> tougher than leather. This is 1988. I love the way this starts off. We had, we had, Shit, I forgot about this. Yeah, this is a great opening. So what? Okay, you can turn down now. Oh man, I mean, in a perfect world, I'd I would just play that whole run verse. Dude, man, they they evolved like light years from the last album to this one in terms of like the rapping. It's fucking crazy. I read that this album was considered a disappointment. Really? I mean, real like like uh, like Chuck D knew this album was amazing. Yeah. And great and like real, real hip hop fans knew, but uh, the world uh, did not know. And yeah, what kind of miserable prick do you have to be to think this album is a disappointment? Yeah, this is a great fucking album. I like it way more than than uh, Raisin Hell personally. Uh, yeah, if I were going to if I was going to rank them, I would I would put this one mm-hmm. ahead. It's it's already oh, more sorry. I got my albums confused. I will put this ahead. Kings of rock. Okay. Uh, definitely. It feel, it felt more musical to me than the, than the previous three. Uh, the sampling is just gone through the roof. There's tons of sampling now. 
it's it's crazy um like I think it's important to note that on this album, they're like embracing the changing times with the sampling. They're they're keeping up with the game, but they're still keeping their Run DMC sound. Um, and it's just executed so flawlessly. And I oh man, I can't imagine being alive and like being stoked on raising hell, and then this comes out and thinking it's disappointed. This it's crazy to me. Yeah, th- th- those are uh, fucking, I don't know, posers? Is that what we call them? Yes. I haven't yes. used that word since I was 16. Jesus Christ. I'll, I got to say, because this is the, 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 the trajectory I'm, I'm sticking to, fuck the rock songs. Not a fan of the rock songs. I don't like I, Miss Elaine. Oh, I, I, I was going to say, that's a fun deep cut, because there's not too many deep cuts with Run DMC. I think... Explain. Well, pretty much like... I feel like all their well-known, all their great songs are already known. Um, you don't really talk about, or people don't really talk about Miss Elaine too much. It's not a well, good reason. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was a fun. It's not. No, I don't hate it as much as like. Uh, what the fuck is that? But I don't hate it as much as Rockbox. Really, really like tougher than leather is like the most rocking. I don't even remember it. You know what? Put it on because I don't. I'm already fucking forgetting. Right. I didn't write it down. I must not have hated it that much. I I'm gonna throw. I don't that that okay, I don't hate it as much as the other one. That could t- you know why? Because that guitar is a a few, just a few riffs away from being the NWO theme. <laughs> yeah, it's got like that porn guitar. Dude, I love porn guitar. It's fucking- <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna throw on an, another song because Beats to the Rhyme is, I want to say their most virtuoso song sonically. Okay. Um, I feel like there could be arguments made lyrically, but in terms, I mean, beats is in the title of the song. Okay. It, this brings it. Hit it. Oh, fuck. It's, e- it's everywhere and it's on point. Yeah. Yo, D, that's me. Oh, this is great. <laughs> also, talking about like the evolution of of hip hop, like now when you hear stuff that's sampled and repeated, back in the day, there was no way to loop it besides physically having two records. You play it. Oh, wow. You cut over and you just. Back and forth, back and forth. It's so very it's, analog. Yes, so much hard work, and and yeah, that's another thing people need to keep in mind when listening to these albums. Yeah, very impressive shit. Yes, uh, I liked it a lot. I didn't like. I mean, Papa Crazy bothered me. I fucking hate it. I hate Ragtime. <laughs> I think it's so goddamn stupid. Ragtime is a little unnecessary. Yeah, uh, but overall, very good album. I think uh, it's time for the next. This is 1990s. Back from hell. Oops. 
More like stuck in hell, am I right? <laughs> oh, this is fucking rad. It's a good... I'll, I'll get it. I'll let yeah, it play. You, you hold your horses there, Alex. This is a fucking great opening. Okay, okay, okay. She sounds like you have a couple things to say. Okay, I will I will put a disclaimer that it sounds like I'm armchair quarterbacking from here on out. That's like not my intention. Okay. Because I have hindsight. And also I genuinely have no idea what like nineties run DMC like ideally, like what they should sound like. Okay. Or like even what like modern run I have no idea. Okay. You just I I just know it's not it's not a hundred percent this. Okay. So, is that good or bad? <laughs> I'm gonna say it's bad. This album isn't awful. Um, the songs with the new Jack Swing sound, which if you aren't familiar, I would probably say the most popular new Jack Swing is like Belle Biv DeVoe's Poison. Oh, that girl yeah. is poison. poison. Or like. Or I think they play like a new Jack Swing song in like Ghostbusters 2. If you've watched. No one has. No one in the world has. I, uh, you know, I, th- <laughs> I think it's up there. But um, man, this album needed to be what LL Cool J did with Mama Said Knock You Out. Where this proved everybody wrong because their popularity for some reason, for some reason was dwindling. I have no idea. I guess pop music this moved way okay. faster hence like the album every year um but yeah and and then they this had so many crazy things going on like jam master j owes the irs a lot of money runs dealing with severe depression dmc's drinking 12 40 ounces a day <laughs> why not this sw- i don't mean to laugh at his alcoholism but jesus christ why not this switch to hard liquor but despite all that Despite all that, it's not awful. It's, it's I like this album a lot. I don't know what really? the fuck giving it a lot of shit. I thought it was great. Okay, my thing is, I man, I don't know. I need some hooks with Run DMC. Like, there's nothing really catchy on this. Album. I fucking thought it was okay. I don't. There's some shit I fucking don't like. I mean, uh, I don't like Don't Stop. It's not horrible, but I don't like it. P. Punch is fucking stupid, but it's 20 seconds long. I can forgive that. Well. P upon a tree, he like references his alcoholism and he talks about how many 40s. That's actually therapy. Yeah, he's talking about how many 40s he's drinking. I think overall it's less memorable, but I thought it was pretty damn good. It's it's like it's like this remind this album reminds me of a less good uh version of Public Enemies Apocalypse 91. It's like it's going for that same feel, that same style. Uh, heavy sampling, kind of like even heavy production, but it's just not as good. The, I will say that song, Pause, the I the, produ- the production on that song is outrageous. I think it's a cool song. It, I'm just going <laughs> to say it's outrageous. Um, And I, th- I think now instead of being trendsetters, they're following trends. I, I can get that. You know what? I, I get that. Uh, 
Also, side note, Larry Smith came back for the title track, uh-huh. but it's not, couldn't recapture that magic. Hey, that's your opinion right there, buddy. <sighs> like I said, they needed a Mama Says Knock You Out and... Okay, so Alex didn't like it. Okay, then. <laughs> I I don't think it's bad. It's just, it's really missing something. It'd be like if someone served you a, a pizza with like cheese on it and it's missing the sauce. See, this is the second pizza reference you've made to music. I'm making all the pizza <laughs> references. I'm going to need you to cold, cut back a little bit. All right. Slice it back. All right. That's a bad. Yeah, try it. I, yeah, try Slice it, it back. It doesn't yeah. even work. I can't. Okay. You know what? You, I'll leave the pizza, the pizza analogies to you. Anyway. But, okay. Oh, okay. But, but also, there's like. No guitar. No. And why do you think I like it so fucking much? Oh, man. Yeah. Like I said, I have no idea what they should have sounded like, but it's this isn't it. All right. All right. All right. So now we're moving on from that. We're two years, three years later, because I can't do math. 1993 is Down with the King. Again, it's not awful. I'm going to cut you off here and saying this is a great song. It's a great hey. song. <sighs> Hold your goddamn tongue. Okay. Okay. So... Because I'm in the in the mood of cutting you off, this is my personal favorite. Whoa! I fucking love this album. Whoa! I fucking love this album. Come at me. Say say what you want. What do you, what do you got? What? Okay. On paper, this album makes a lot of sense because the last album they're a little lost, but now it's like okay, it makes sense to work with guys like Q-Tip, uh, with Pete Rock. EPMD that makes sense but again it's just uh, there's not uh, there's nothing memorable how dare you how could you listen to fucking three in the head and say it's not memorable also <laughs> also yeah okay so here's the thing obviously run DMC went through some some shit yes but the the gangster image they were portraying this was not it was not flying i look at the image i didn't i actually don't even know what the fucking album cover looks like i just <laughs> well not even that just the you know they're cussing more okay you, you know they're rapping about you know three in the head like yeah come on guys okay. come on and i will say obviously you know jam master someone shot jam master jay he was hanging out with sketchy characters so obviously they were they were living that life but it didn't Come ac- I think people saw through it. Okay. Or like, they're like, you guys are wildly successful. Why are you talking about this stuff? And it's not to say they can't be like conscious and, mm-hmm. and tell people about issues because they did on tracks like hard times, but it's this, it's, it was detached. Is what you're yes. Saying. So here's why I love it because I, I don't go fuck about all that. <laughs> I, I went in, this is how I go into every, every episode is I don't do any research. I just listen to the album as an album. I listen to it. If I enjoy the fucking thing or not as a musical album, this album is just, I love it. I love it. 
bass lines all over the fucking place. It's it's better than the the previous one. It's like it reminded me of the the previous two, but just they finally condensed it into a good style. It, it's like it was distinct enough to be separated from kind of public enemy copycat from the last album. It, it was heavier. It sounds threatening enough, like musically. Maybe maybe not their actual personal lives. It's not they're not <laughs> the most threatening gangster types, but the music is threatening and it it works really fucking well. Uh, I I love the hell out. Of, I mean, it has it has a reggae song. It, it does, and it's a bad reggae song, and it's not even short. It's not a short song either. It sucks. It's fucking horrible. But it's a it's way at the end of the album. There's so much on here that I love. It's like I don't know that track by track. I feel this is good i might i might be able to appreciate it but um for me like that's why i said this is a good podcast to have because i've only like listened up to tougher than leather i'm like i don't want to know i I don't want to know um okay as a person who who had no experience i went in completely blind all i had to go off of was you, your fear? Yes, honestly, I was. I was scared. <laughs> you, because you said, I don't know. After, after, after this one right here, I, I don't know. I'm worried. So I went in this one. I went into this one thinking, okay, this is where it's gonna get really bad. Because I liked the one before it, didn't hate it. So I thought, okay, this is the one. And then I'm like, this is this is my notes. My notes actually have a story to them. Here it is. Okay. Title track is fucking great. Baselines are prominent as fuck now. Okay, this is a lot fucking better than I was expecting. Holy shit, this might be my favorite. <laughs> that is the trajectory while listening to the album for the first time. I'm I'm going to go and listen to this with your... I'm going to be like, man, Mike was so enthusiastic about it. Let me, let me revisit this. As just music. Yes. As just yes. a fucking hip-hop album. This is they, fantastic. They don't get enough credit. Did I say this already? I'm going to say it again. Say it again. They, they don't get enough credit for being chameleons because if this was like someone else's album, mm-hmm. might be talking about it a little. Absolutely. I think, I think most the, definitely. Their rhymes never, never got lazy. No, they just got better. They're, it's so complex on this album. But yeah, I just, I think, you know, I have trouble detaching from like the catchy hooks and as a, I guess it's because I fucking hated the rock aspect so much that I'm I'm fully embracing this. You know, it's funny when I was listening to this album, I was thinking about like how devoid of guitars it was. And right when I thought that fucking Tom Morello comes on, and <laughs> hits me in the face with the guitar solo on this album. That's right. Uh, I don't remember the song. Fuck. But whatever. Big Willie. OK. Uh, I mean, I guess the main problem is that it's it's really hard to believe this is the same group. It's not it's not it doesn't sound even remo- I mean I guess their voices but even the way they rap it's all it's just a completely different thing. It's completely different. Yeah, and it's not that being different is bad. It's just I don't know. They weren't they weren't able to like evolve in a logical um and an arc that makes sense i thought it made perfect sense i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> hey uh yeah these past two albums they're not awful i wouldn't no they are not you son of a bitch yeah, i wouldn't you know i wouldn't i wouldn't say they were 
bad by any means, but again, it's it's missing something. And like I said on paper, totally makes sense. I want to hear like Q Tip producing uh Run DMC. I want to hear like Tom Morello mm-hmm. work with Run DMC. But yeah, I don't know. All right, all right, all right. Once it, we're back to, to square one, disagreeing on shit. <sighs> oh well, I, I just picked I, up my I, own ear again. God damn, I gotta stop doing that. Again, I I will I will go back and try to dis or take this album apart a little bit more. Okay. A little bit more. You, you, you damn well better. Give it the time Mike Mansoor thinks it deserves. <laughs> I do. Please, everyone listen to this. Give it a chance. Give it a give it a chance. Anyway, we're uh or they broke up. Or something. Uh, well, I guess we'll get into it once. Okay, yeah. So this is uh, 2001's Crown Royal. <sighs> I know. <laughs> I'm physically uncomfortable. Thinking. I'm bothered. Yeah. Jesus. Does this or does this not sound like it was recorded in 2001? It sounds very 2001 because it was produced by Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> Fuck this. Okay. All right. So, uh, want to do this at the same time? One, wh- two, three. Worst. worst album. Oh, my God. Hands down. Hands down. I don't even know if it should be considered canon, though. Um... On our CCR episode, I said their last album, Mardi Gras, may be the most passive-aggressive album ever. Uh, I have a close tie. Th- really? This this was gnarly. Um, Explain, please. DMC was going through a, a deep depression with the alcoholism and all that still, sadly. Um, he became a little more introspective. With DMC? DMC. Ironically... Uh, because now run is rev run and you know, he's like a reverend and I thought like he was going to be the asshole this cause I'm not too big on the religious stuff, but, uh-huh. but he like really wanted to keep doing like the rock stuff. And he's like, you know, look at all this new metal crap. Like we invented this. We should, we should be doing an album, but DMC and this sounds funny and like I'm making it up loves Sarah McLaughlin <laughs> loves Sarah McLaughlin. All right. He says her album saved his life. And really? he, he said, that's the only album he listened to for like a year straight. Oh, really? yeah. That was the album with, uh, in the arms of an angel. He, of even, course, it's the only fucking song she has. He ended up it's man. I, I don't want to talk bad about DMC, but he ended up doing a song with her and it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I didn't know any of this. It's such a bad. Oh, I, and I don't want to do it again because, like, he like found out he was adopted when he was like thirty-five. Yeah, I remember that story. Yeah, and that's what the song is about. It's and very it's sweet. With, it's with his favorite artist ever. And this that's very. T- that's absolutely adorable. I this, love that. The story behind it and the lyrics are very positive. Yeah. It, Let's just not listen to the thing, though. Um, are you gonna put it on? Please don't put it. On. No, 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 no. Because it's not Run DMC. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. But so, anyways, back to this being passive aggressive. DMC is only on three tracks, like run and it's just recording songs. Uh-huh. DMC is only on three tracks and they just kind of like, uh, I guess we'll just put it out. This is the first album 
I've wanted to do a track by track breakdown. I was in awe. It's something else. I w- it's it is a product of the times. You want to talk about following trends? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and not- oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna. I got a confession. All right. I decided uh, after after CCR and how bad Mardi Gras was. Yeah. I listened to this one time. I listened to this one time. Usually, we have a rule to usually listen to every album twice, at least twi- twice. Look, I didn't need to. Look, I, I'm not mad at that because you, you, for me, at least, my jaw was like on the floor the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It, it scars you. It's to the so point, bad. You don't, I remember it very vividly. We're going to have PTSD about this album. Um, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, once again, hot take. Queen's Day. I fucked that song pretty good. Which, which I think it's that? the second track. Might be. You know, put it on. Because if you hate it in real time, it'll be very funny. To yes. Me. Um, I might. I might. Oh, that's the one with Nas and Prodigy. Yeah, and Prodigy. Yes. Uh, yeah. I guess it's okay. I like this song. It's more of a Nas song. It explains a lot. Yeah, I'd fuck to this song. Tell me you wouldn't fuck to this song, Alex. Yeah, I think I would. I think I would. <laughs> because it's more grounded. Um, yeah, it doesn't sound like a, a parody of the time period. Yes. Tor- After that, though, you just hit over the head with so much shit. And then I was like relieved to see like Method Man was going to be on a track. Oh. That's probably, yeah, probably the worst track. I don't think it's the worst, but it's not good. Um, in my notes, I wrote even Method Man can't save this train wreck because it was it was almost weird seeing him on there because this album is the hip hop equivalent to Santana Supernatural. No, no, I think it is. No. I think it fucking is. No, no, no. I mean because it has all oh, these guests. All the guests. Are, fucking. Everlast? What, what the, what, Everlast vocals kid, are fucking hilarious. They're, hor- hor- they're I, fucking hilarious. They I cover Take the Money and Run, which I hate the original. I hate the original. <laughs> this version somehow makes the original seem not god-awful. Also, uh, Kid Rock, need I say more? On that track, I put surprisingly decent. Uh, it's what? Hold on. It's I'm not choking over my own anger here. I don't think it's bad. And I, you know, if I get a chance to trash uh, Kid Rock, I would. But I think it's for what the album is. I think that's a decent enough track. Oh, man. Just when I think I like you again. Also, if Kid Rock did those screams on that track, no auto tune. That's impressive. I don't think they did much auto tune back in these days. 2001? I don't know, but... I think it was before. I mean, maybe like five years later, it would be pretty prominent. Yeah, I never thought we'd be talking about Jermaine Dupree and Fred Durst, but here we are. And that's what y'all have been waiting for. The Fred Durst track is just as awful. (laughs) I want to cry. It actually... (laughs) If he just rapped, it'd still be bad, but he does like the main course. Dude, they, they they gave that guy so much work from like 95 to 2002 he got so he was in everything look i was not a me i was not immune to the charms of limp biscuit 
a new metal. I dude, I I but okay, go I ahead. was I was a child. I don't know. So what, was, yeah, yeah. So. I don't know what Run DMC's or uh, Run's Run, excuses yeah. and Jam yeah, Master J. Um, uh, money, yeah. uh, money. What about Rock Show? What? There's so much. It's this a uh, cacophony of noise sometimes on Rock Show. I don't remember it, Matt. Should nah, yeah, okay, yeah, uh, okay. Because uh, no one, if people listening to this are, are know it's good for them, they're not going to listen to this album. Also, we might as well show off as much as we can. Also, what the fuck? I don't think Third Eye Blind had been like popular <laughs> in like three years. <laughs> Fucking Third Eye Blind is on this album. I don't know why. <laughs> This is so messy. Oh, God. Fuck. That's the other thing. Third Eye Blind, not a rockin' band. No. So dated. Yeah, that's pretty... It's pretty bad. Uh, okay, I'm good. I'm good. All right, all right. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah that's not even... That's just the tip of the iceberg for that song. And then that one is followed up with a song called Here We Go 2001, which I'm assuming was meant to be done with Limp Biscuit or Corn because he says some like clever lyric like just out here eating a Limp Biscuit and Corn. Yeah, yeah, because we all do that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, if a Limp Biscuit is what I think it is, why you don't want any part of that? I thought a biscuit was a gun. Uh, well, if you're listening to Wu Tang, but I think a Limp Biscuit is uh, some sort of bukkake circle. Oh. And oh. then if you're the last one. Oh, it's one of those uh, ookie cookie type uh, yeah, open things. Yeah. That, it, if you're the last one, you got to eat that biscuit. I bet it was just one group of really fucked up dudes. It was just the one. I, don't I even, bet it was. I don't even think people really do things like that. People I, do shit like I that, mean, but maybe, it's rarely that extreme. Maybe for porn, but we're. Just, yeah. <laughs> anyways. Here we go. Basically, you're you're equating this album to jizzing on a biscuit, and then it's eating a, it. Yeah, it's a jizz covered biscuit. Um, but yeah, here we go. Is so it's supposed to be like a harder rocking band again, but then it's Sugar Ray. <laughs> yeah, I forgot Sugar Ray's on this shit too. Who had like <laughs> earlier in their days they they dabbled in the hard rock, but at the at the time that's not what they were famous for. No one, no one even. Even in 2001, I don't even think Sugar Ray fans would like this song. No, it's keep your Sugar Ray out of my rap. God damn it. It's just, this it, like that track specifically. It's like it's both bad and morally offensive. Just the, the notion of them, of them doing that pisses me off. Get out. Go host extra. Yeah, this man. I can't even believe they had the audacity to call it a run DMC album. This because. Yeah. DMC's only on three tracks. Mm. And man, use again using hindsight, I don't think they were well known at the time. But I think getting a producer like Kanye, who was just signed to to Rockefeller, which was an extension of Def Jam. I don't even think this album was put out through Def Jam, but you know, the Russell Simmons connection. I think like I'd want to hear like a Run DMC album produced by like Kanye or Pharrell. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, th- I think that would have been better. Okay. I that, mean, it, it's not hard to top this. Yes. But again, I'm using hindsight. Pharrell and Kanye were not 
what they are now, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad to be done with that album. <laughs> I, I I had fun. I greatly I I didn't know what to expect because again, I don't know dick about most rap, actually. I'm I'm pretty not versed. I love it, but it's just just never got into it. <clears throat> Or uh, never, never got nerdy about it. Really, I mean, I got into certain artists. I got into, but yeah. DMC. This is a new one for me. I'm glad I did. I'm gonna keep certain albums in rotation for a while. Others not so much. But to recap, uh, best album 1986, Raising Hell. Personal favorite 1993's Down with the King, despite unpopular opinion <laughs> or despite popular opinion, whatever. And obviously, worst album slash my personal most hated 2001's Crown Royal. What about you? Okay, recapping for me. Best album, obviously, Raising Hell. Uh, I didn't say it during the cast, but I think my personal favorite would be Tougher Than Leather. That's a, that's a fine choice. And then, okay, if I had my way and uh, Crown Royal, was that what? Yeah, Crown Royal was in canon, I think. Back from Hell would be the worst album. So okay, that you know, that's that's fair. We should do that now. If if it's so unanimous, if it's so obvious that one album is like, come on, it's not. It's even, just it's this rev. If if that were the case, if where Crown Royal was not canon, what would you give? My least favorite would be King of Rock. Damn. Yeah. Absolutely. Damn. Yeah. But then obviously the worst album is Crown Royal. Absolutely. Should have never happened. Never. It's, it's, it. See, like the other two, I can at least, I get why they happened. Yeah. This one is just, uh, well, I get why Run wanted to do it, but then it's this unfortunate, you know, they, they battled with so many demons. And mm. I'm glad, uh, DMC came out in the end. He's healthy, advocate for mental health. Right. Obviously, uh, those demons caught up to Jam Master J. Mm, yeah. Um, I I don't know what Rev Run is doing. I he had that TV show, and I think he has a kid named Diggy or something. Oh, but. okay. Well, let's wrap <laughs> this one up. Jesus Christ! Uh, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, very sweet of you. Honestly, this is long, and we yell a lot, or at least I yell a lot. Uh. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can do that at Pope Jesse Ventura, Alex at Mother Puncture. If you want to send any suggestions, thoughts, uh, anything regarding the podcast or not, whatever, fucking whatever, send all that to every album ever at gmail.com. If you're interested in uh, following more of my own personal bullshit, you can go to notvideogamereviews.com where I write a bunch of crap about the video game industry. Also, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and Spotify if you would like to. Leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes if you really, really want to. Uh, thank you so much in advance. Uh, we're going to close it out with a song of Alex's choice because this band was his idea. What and you got? What you got? Even, I'm going to play for you guys the best. I debated if I should play the song because DMC's not on it. But if you know me personally... You know damn well what I'm going to play right now. And it is the best run DMC track without DMC. Uh, Jam Master DJ did produce it. And here we go. I'm uh -oh. going to get a lot of hate and uh -oh. a lot of love. Uh-oh. <laughs> Which one is this? Oh, no. Oh, what the fuck? Wait for it. Hold on. 
I'm not signing off until I... Okay, okay. This is the DX theme. <laughs> Reinterpreted <laughs> by Rev Run and Jam Master J. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. See ya. Suck it, suck it.